In the next seven minutes or so, we'll look back on a week that saw the Taoiseach visit Ukraine, new budget measures to help with cost of living, UK PM Johnson finally resign, and mass shootings in Denmark and the US. This is the Standard 7 from the Smart 7 Ireland edition, and don't forget to hit the follow button to get daily updates at 7am. More than 1 billion in tax cuts and 5.6 billion in new state spending will be announced in the budget 2023 on the 27th of September. This is an increase in spending of 2.2 billion on the previous year's budget and was announced as part of the government's traditional summer economic statement on Monday, which gives the broad outline of the autumn budget. Ministers at the Department of Finance confirmed that the budget would be introduced two weeks earlier than usual and that a separate set of cost of living measures will also be announced on budget day and implemented straight away. Minister for Finance Pascal Donoghue announced the measures and says this budget will address address people's concerns on cost of living without affecting inflation. What we have now uh, done is made a recommendation to government that core spending will increase by 6.5% for next year. That we believe gets the balance right between making a contribution to the challenges that many are facing and maintaining the real value of our public services at a time of high inflation, but a change of one and a half points in our expenditure ceiling at the same time does not run the risk of adding to the inflationary challenges that we are now seeking to manage. Ireland stands with Ukraine was the message Taoiseach Michal Martin had for President Zelensky in Kyiv on Wednesday. He stopped in various areas of the city viewing a site of mass graves in Buka on a day when residents of frontline city Slavonesk were told to leave after two people were killed during a Russian attack on a market. In another attack, a Russian citizen was injured and her Ukrainian husband killed after a bomb dropped on their building. In a joint press conference with the Ukrainian president, the Taoiseach said it was difficult to comprehend the devastation and inhumanity of Russia's attacks on Ukraine. Russia's brutal war against this beautiful democratic country is a gross violation of international law. It is an affront to everything that Ireland stands for. It cannot and it will not be allowed to stand. It seemed as though he had more lives than Larry the Downing Street cat, but finally, after three years of mayhem, reality caught up with UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson on Thursday. It is clearly now the will of the Parliamentary Conservative Party that there should be a new leader of that party and therefore a new Prime Minister. His resignation came after he was caught out in a lie over Deputy Chief Whip Chris Pincher, which was followed by a tidal wave of resignations, starting with Rishi Sunak and Saji Javid, and mounting throughout a 36-hour period with almost 60 quitting in total. Even at the end, Boris wasn't exactly taking responsibility. Of course, it's painful not to be able to see through so many ideas and and projects myself. But as we've seen at Westminster, the herd instinct is powerful. When the herd moves, it moves. He finished off in a chorus of boos, ending what was not even three years in power in disgrace. To you, the British public, I know that there will be many people who are relieved and perhaps quite a few who will also be disappointed. And I want you to know how sad I am to be giving up the best job in the world. But them's the breaks. 
The impact of Boris Johnson leaving his position as UK Prime Minister is significant for Ireland, given his role in implementing Brexit and more recently his party's moves to change the Northern Ireland Protocol and the impact of those changes on the Good Friday Agreement. On Thursday, Thishuk Michal Martin wished Boris and his family well, but spoke about the potential for better relationships with the UK with a new PM in charge. It's fair to say that over the last while, relationship has come under strain and there have been significant challenges and I believe opportunities may now arise to reset that relationship, particularly to avoid unilateralism. Speaking at a Sinn Féin press conference on housing, leader Mary Lou Macdonald was a bit more scathing in her assessment of Boris's impact on Irish politics. Boris Johnson's interactions with Ireland have been wholly negative. Under his leadership, we've seen an attack on the Good Friday Agreement, threat after threat to break international law. Boris Johnson's government brought austerity to people in the north of Ireland and, of course, he championed and brought uh, Brexit. Still to come this morning, 7 Ireland edition, mass shootings in Copenhagen and Chicago, and Ireland is set to get its first Metrolink. Right after this. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back. Sixteen stations, trains every three minutes and 20,000 passengers an hour in peak travel time. Plans for a Metrolink for Dublin are back. Estimated at a cost between 7 and 12 billion, the government announced on Tuesday that planning permission for the Metrolink will be launched in September and the works will be completed by the early 2030s. Defending spending on this scale when the country is in a cost of living crisis, Transport Minister Eamon Ryan says the benefits will be felt by people and businesses all over the wider Dublin area. In my mind, one of the real benefits from this is you start developing housing we have a lot of Nama lands up around north of Dublin Airport, which we can actually use. Dublin Airport itself, we're seeing it under real pressure at the moment. This will serve Dublin Airport and everyone who uses it. But also DCU, the Matter, Trinity, all the big centres of where the stations are going to be would benefit from this. And that's what the real figures are about. It's the benefits that would accrue to the city in the long run is why the government is committed and supporting this business case and going to planning now. It was a bad week for mass shootings on both sides of the Atlantic. On Sunday, three people were killed and several more were critically injured after a shooting at one of the largest and busiest shopping malls in Scandinavia, the Fields Shopping Centre in Copenhagen. A 22-year-old Danish man was arrested at the scene on Sunday evening. He's since been charged with manslaughter and remanded in a psychiatric facility. An eyewitness to the event spoke to BBC News and said he was on his way into the shopping mall at 5.30pm on Sunday as the incident started. At the time, I didn't think that those shots were actual gunshots, because it's not something that you would imagine in uh, in a country like North uh, Denmark. On Independence Day, the US experienced its third fatal mass shooting in as many months when a man fired into the crowd at a 4th of July parade in Highland Park, an affluent suburb outside Chicago, killing seven people and injuring many more. One eyewitness described what she heard. But it sounded like fireworks, like like those little pop fire you throw in the ground, those little pop-up ones. That's what it sounded like. How many shots you heard? 
probably like 30 or 40. It was a lot. Island Park Mayor Nancy Rodering was quick to make a public statement condemning the violence. This morning at 10.14, our community was terrorized by an act of violence that has shaken us to our core. Our hearts go out to the families of the victims during this devastating time. Several hours after the shooting on Monday, police arrested a 21-year-old suspect and have since charged him with murder. On Wednesday, bizarre footage emerged of him dressed in female clothing to escape law enforcement in the Chicago suburb. Vice President Kamala Harris once again called for stricter gun laws after Illinois State Police said the suspect's father had sponsored his application for a firearm license when he was 19. we got to be smarter as a country in terms of who has access to what, and in particular assault weapons. And we got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take it seriously. On Friday, the former Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe was fatally shot while speaking at an election rally in Nara, eastern Japan. Japan's public broadcaster was showing the political event live on TV when Abe was shot. The shooting has shocked the country as Japan has extremely strict firearm licensing laws. Gun violence is extremely rare. Witnesses to the shooting spoke about what they heard. He didn't run away after shooting. He was just staying there. A 41-year-old man was arrested at the scene, a former member of the Maritime Defence Force. It appears he used a homemade device to shoot the well-known politician who was Japan's longest-serving prime minister. Current Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishido spoke before Abe was pronounced dead and said the shooting was a heinous act. It is barbaric and malicious and it cannot be tolerated. We will do everything we can. I would like to use the most extreme words available to condemn this act. Actor James Caan has died at the age of 82. His passing was announced by his family via his Twitter account on Thursday evening. He rose to fame as Sonny Corleone in the Godfather trilogy, which earned him an Oscar nomination. He was famed as a party animal and briefly disappeared from view in the 80s, returning to stardom in Stephen King's Misery opposite Kathy Bates. He continued success with Elf, but will always be best remembered as Sonny Corleone. May his passing be a blessing. The saps, because they risk their lives for strangers. Oh, that's pop talking. You're goddamn right, that's pop talking. They risk their lives for their country. Your country ain't your blood, you remember that. I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. Well, if you don't feel like that, why don't you just quit college and go to, go to join the army? I did. I enlisted in the Marines. This has been the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favour and hit the follow button. We're back Monday morning at 7am. Have yourselves a great weekend. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.